I literally probably hadn't even finished saying hello and her tongue was down my throat. If you did watch the first one, you'll know that intros are clearly not our thing. So we no. won't put everyone through the pain <laughs> again, actually. I feel like we can probably spin this podcast over into like a magazine at some point, actually, is tar. I really want to talk about this because I love to hate on that. And I feel like everyone else, we kind of put this out on TikTok, didn't we? We've, we've done a very passive aggressive video of us leaving the cinema being like, that took the piss. Mm. But I also love Kate Blanchett so fucking much. I was gonna I say. I could never mm. diss her. We don't speak ill of mummy. Kate Blanchett, let me just start off, okay? This is not a Kate Blanchett slander at all. But what I do feel like they did with Tar is that months leading up to prior to this movie, I was getting myself more and more excited. Oh, yeah. They didn't give us much. Of course they didn't, but it's all they gave us. No, Kate. but it is quite literally all they gave yeah, us. Yeah, it was all so they the gave us. So the segments of the lesbian inning, mm -hmm. the lesbian happenings <laughs> in the film that they drip-fed us throughout yeah. the months leading up. Spoiler fucking alert, that was literally, that was all that was in the film. Yeah, that was, was all that was in the film. Bit of a hand Everything. touch through the car. Pathetic. That was pathetic. Absolutely pathetic and also just like a suggestive look I oh like and the kiss with the wife but it was kind of so emotionally fucked up mm. that i didn't that didn't wasn't count enough that was but also enough. apparently kate actually ad-libbed that of course she did so it was, of course she, of course she did, did. big bloody lesbian kate yeah she ad-libbed it so that kiss wasn't even in the script so they weren't even going to give us a kiss mm -hmm. in and this isn't me and i've had a few people saying like oh you shouldn't you know it's not all about sexualizing lesbians etc cetera, etc cetera. i completely get that but if it was in a scenario with a straight person like a man and a woman in there there, there would more. have been a lot more there would have that's the thing like don't call it representation when it's also not like i actually think the film itself was incredible like incredibly it was a, well it was together. a brilliant film yeah and for what it actually clearly was meant to be, it was great. But I didn't like the whole marketing, mm. using sad little people Me. like us, yeah, exploiting us. I spent mm. my Sunday evening going to the cinema, which I wouldn't usually do actually. I'd <laughs> spend that at home with my dog. I spent extra on a VIP seat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we spent an extra £2.50 in view. <laughs> For you. Bit disappointed. Mm. Yeah, let us know what you think because I feel like what there, there we have spoken to people about, they, they definitely agreed, but... There is a whole thing, though, with queer baiting, because they do know that it gets the audience Especially when going. Kate's involved. Oh, when Kate's involved, it's always queer baiting. I mean, it, she doesn't even need to play a queer character. She just oods lesbian. She could be with a man, and then every time that a woman walks in, you see her face light up, right? So it's not about that, but it's about using lesbian moments to reel us in and make us believe that that's what the film is going to be about. Yep. And actually, it had nothing to do with that. And so then your expectations, in a way, is like, oh, that was like that was nothing that I was expecting, but yep. here we are. Um, well, talking about reeling in, you guys have actually asked us quite a few times how we met. And it's a, it's an interesting one, actually, isn't it? <laughs> um, in, in classic gay culture, of mm. course, it was never truly easy, nice, and actually romantic. Like you said, it's not typically romantic to you, maybe, like when you just said it, but I think it was kind of oddly, like I... Because I'm a sensitive person, I was thinking about the other people involved in the situation, obviously. Mm, I'm not. So we... It was one of those things with Scarlett is that when I kind of see someone that is dared my type, I'm like a dog with a bone. Can I actually jump in here first, mm. though? Because I saw you before you saw me. You did, yeah. 
So this girl, love her now, we're all friends, cool. kept posting Freya on her stories. But obviously this girl was clever and she was right. She didn't tag Freya for a very, very long time because she knows what I and the rest of the lesbian community are like. And I was just very interested in this person. Can I say at this point, I had like no lesbian friends. Yeah, she wasn't on, so the, wasn't scene, on the scene. So it was fresh me, quite literally. At that time, <laughs> I was just coming out of a relationship. My One of my really good friends, I was like, oh, they may be a match. So I'd sent her to my friend to be like, I don't know if this girl <clears> is with <throat> the girl's social media who I saw her on or if they're just friends, but like, we need to find out who she is because I feel like she'll be a good match for you. One day, this girl obviously went out with Freya, you know, probably had a few drinks like the, like the best of us do and probably got a little bit confident, a little bit cocky and thought, oh, fuck it, I'll tag her. Of course me, within 10 minutes, <laughs> I'm on that profile. I'm, I'm, I'm two years deep. I know her dog's names. I know every member of her family's know Biscuit's names. Name. I knew Biscuit's name. I, I probably knew more about you than you knew about yourself already. That's fair. And... I just followed, didn't, didn't do anything else, just followed, obviously behind the scenes I've done a lot else, but to you, I just followed. Yeah, well I couldn't believe it, because like, honestly I'd seen Scarlett's account, but at the time I was in a relationship and it was actually shown to me by my ex as well, so part of me was like, Ugh, when I saw it and I was like trying to like- Oh yeah, because both of our exes have mutuals. Mm, but I was trying to standard. screenshot your name with my eyes. <laughs> like as soon as I saw your profile, I was like- oh, It's like one of those Remember it. Where, what was that program? where it's like all technical. Black Mirror. Black Mirror, you, you want that camera in your eye. Oh, you're 100%. like, fuck, fuck, fuck. I literally blinking. was panicking because she showed it to me for like two seconds. I was like, who's this girl? And then, um, which is terrible, terrible. So bad, so naughty. But it's just the way that I was. Also, I was like 22, I think, when I was with her. Mm -hmm. By this point, as soon as she followed, I was like, okay, I need to meet this girl. But how can I slide in the DMs without it looking really obvious that like, you know, I'm not messaging you being like, hey, you're hot. Like I wanted to be a bit I, more To be fair, about it. I'd appreciate that. If anyone else wants to slide into my DMs, that's actually a good way of doing it. Same with me, right? But like, I was so nervous when it came to talking to you because I was like, there's no way this girl will ever even respond to me. So I remember- I also feel like we were all in the era of trying to have really cool chat up lines. Mm. And now we're it's all in like the that, era, era or we definitely are, and I feel like our friends are, of just saying it how it is. Saying it how it and is. And I'm much preferring that. I do also think it's not just era, it's getting older. True. Like I'm now four and a half years I'd old. I'd rather you I was didn't start talking that. about age, but true. But I am. So yeah, so as soon as that came up, I, I, I knocked things off with my ex and then I um, and then I slid in your DMs about Cara Delevingne that you shared or whatever it was. Oh, anyway, we spent, I think it was like six weeks talking to one yeah. another. Um, yeah, so anyone watching this who had a little conspiracy at the time that there was crossover. There wasn't. There was not <laughs> crossover. And actually, even if there was, I wouldn't have really given a shit, but just out of principle. There wasn't. There wasn't. But yeah, so then we were speaking for those six weeks and then I, I knew that you were coming over to Windsor to come and meet me. When people oh, say, oh, that, good. when they say, oh, you, you're shitting yourself because you're so worried. To, no, I was terrified. Did you like shit yourself a few times before? I, I had a really bad belly. Okay. <laughs> I was, a, I, <laughs> I, was a, <laughs> I was in a bad way. Emotionally, okay. physically. Oh, babe, you don't have way. to fucking tell me. Yeah, I, I lived it. Okay, but I, I lived it, darling. But I was working. I don't that need day, convincing. And I knew that I was seeing you the next day, and you said, "You know what? Fuck it. Are you free this evening?" And I was like, "Fuck." Well, I'm not gonna like let her slip away. So yes, I'll literally do anything for you. So <sighs> I got home and I got ready, 
and I literally made myself like a ball, like a bald mole rat. Just fit, I just completely. Oh God! I didn't know what to do. I was like, "What do I do?" I shaved my arms. I shaved everything. I didn't. I was like, "Let me be seamless. Let me be the most perfect person she's ever gonna meet in her life." <laughs> and I stood in that bathroom. Seamless doesn't mean perfect. Can we just? say that because you're saying Seamless. that as if like having hair would not be perfect no that's very true but, but I mean, for like, you in that moment you. because I was so panicked I was like let me just like I was so close to just shaving off all my hair I was panicking so much <laughs> I was doing some crazy shit okay and then I um I did my makeup like three times and I knew you were, I'm actually like I'm shaking thinking about it because it fucking terrified me <laughs> and then I was like I was looking at myself being like, Freya, you're chill. Like whenever you go on a date, like you're like, you're fine. Like I, that's the one thing that I would say about me that like when I'm on a date, I'm absolutely fine. So I was like, you're nervous now, but it'll be cool when she mm -hmm. arrives. Was I fucking wrong? Yeah, so on that note, she'd messaged me because where she was staying, the garage was actually behind the house, which isn't an official road. So she was like, drive up this road. I will come out, meet you. I'll get you in the car or get in the car. And you can drive round the, like, back of the house. I'll show you how to get round to get into the garage. So, okay, great. So I pull up outside of the house, message to be like, I'm here. She walks out, like, at this point, cool as a cucumber, really. Like, oh, yeah, didn't really I think was much. chill. You were holding it together well. Anyway, <laughs> but I, was, I had my, had my hand on my bum. <laughs> <laughs> She's got a nappy on. Um, <laughs> she opens the door, and I literally probably hadn't even finished saying hello and her tongue was down my throat where she some reason in her mind just threw herself at me like literally just threw herself on me and I went with it for about three seconds <laughs> and then I was like actually no this is a bit uncomfortable so then we kind of like no no let me say it from my perspective so I got into the car I went, go kiss her on the cheek, go kiss her on the cheek. And then your face kind of slightly turned. And because it's that awkward thing of when you've been speaking to somebody for so long, I could have 100% just pecked, right? But I didn't want to give you a cat bum lip as your first to go at me, right? I didn't want to be like. So I had to, I had, I had to show you, I'll show you what I was working with. I think it was nothing actually at that point. So I, it was such a mistake. And as I was doing it, I was like, oh, I'm, cr I've, Giving myself the biggest fucking ick ever. I can't. She's believe. been giving me an ick every fucking day since. ever since, and I couldn't believe that I'd done that. So I was in disbelief, sat in that car, like, <laughs> oh, it was bad. It was so. so was we bad. we got over that, and she showed me around to the garage, and we went into the house, and I was kind of like sat on the stairs. The stairs kind of end where the kitchen begins, so I was kind of like sat perched on the stairs, and she was in the kitchen. I don't know what you were doing, probably frantically cleaning. Now I like, no, know you. I was getting a beer. And you asked, do you, like, do you want a beer? And I was like, yes, please. And she gets a beer out the fridge and goes to give it to me, but goes to give it to me in such haste, drops it while I was pretty much throwing it at me. And the beer just shattered at my feet and went everywhere. And because I'm an arsehole, I was like, oh, you're gonna have to clean that up now. And I just sat there and just watched her clean you know it up. What, actually, with that better, is nasty. With a better reflection on it, you're the cunt. I shouldn't have done that. You were the cunt, not me. I admit I shouldn't have done that. I was clearly To be fair, I remember you saying, trip. you were kind of like, do you need help? Not like, do you need help? It was, do you need help? 
So I was sweating, like quite literally sweating on the floor, thinking, what the fuck is going on? Look, Can we also just say as well how- I was giving was? you early insight into what you were going to get, <laughs> right? <laughs> and I've stayed true to it. I'm a fool. Okay? I'm a fool. I could have I helped am. you clean that up. Sure, Led you haven't you helped in. me clean up Led you in. since. And Oh, let's not go into cleaning. <laughs> let's not go into role division. I'm joking, mummy. I have an argument. I'm joking. Um, I could have led you in under a false sense of security. Okay. And then we would have been arguing for the next four and a half years quite intensely so because like you, you would have been expecting me to be someone I'm not. Very true. And do you know what? That was very reflective of me. Do you want to know something that would break your heart though? Is that that day I was stood in Waitrose for so long trying to pick out like the right beer because I started to like really panic because I thought I don't want to buy something like Heineken because she might be like, no, I don't. Like, I don't know. So and now I, we drink Stella. I love Stella. Now you know the I real fucking you know love Stella, I man. Yeah, but I looked, Stella. You, I looked at you online and I thought, this is not a Stella girl. So, so I stood there for ages trying to pick it out, only for me to just go and drop it on the floor as soon as I tried to give it to you. So. And then in classic lesbian style, we went to one bar, got really drunk, got back in Freya's at the time Fiat 500. What a fucking experience that was. Finger in the Fiat. Um, had sex in the Fiat so loudly that a man... Um, in one of probably the most richest streets in the UK, walked out of his house to come and tap on the window to ask us to quieten down. That was not great. And do you know in the film where, where the windows we are steamy, they were genuinely steamy. I like was as in so I couldn't horny see. as well. I didn't give a shit. No, neither. Me now, I would probably recoil and cry and make you drive us into a brick wall. At that time, <laughs> I was in like first date stance. And I was mm -hmm. like, yeah, do you know what? If some middle-aged... 50-year-old bold man with a beer belly wants to watch me, carry on, all right? You enjoying this, Jeffrey? Do you like it? Do you like what you see? Oh, Frey, not that, no, darling. I don't <laughs> think you should be making... <laughs> I'm there with my feet on the horn, like... <laughs> don't make references to Jeffrey fucking Epstein. Oh, it wasn't not... for Jeffrey Epstein. That was just the first oh, thing that came into oh, my fucking head. It was head. just a random Jeffrey. Yeah, it was just a random Jeff. Oh. <laughs> it couldn't have been fucking Steve, could it? Couldn't have been Steve. People Steve's use my dad's name. Why would I use oh, yeah, Steve? Oh, yeah, you wouldn't use Steve. That is fair, actually. Fucking idiot. So, yeah, went there, had sex in the car, got caught. Then Why are you eating bread, by the way? You look like you're at, like, <laughs> what is it? You know when they do, you know when they do the church you know service and they really just give you a random bit of bread? This. Yeah. It's like mousy portions, so I'm going to put it down because I'm making myself feel sick. Um, well, no, now you've got a mouthful of bread. No, it's not full because it was such a pathetic bite. Hence <laughs> why it's gone. Um, not talk about the Jodie Coma bite very quickly, actually. What? Whenever she eats, it's like a big like <laughs> bite of like love a burger. That. That is I so love when hot. girls just don't give a fuck. Yeah, just like eat and they're not trying to act pretty about it. Yeah, eat a That's burger hot. on the first date, and also I'll never even look at you because I'll be too busy eating my food. I'll never. Look oh yeah, at we had this me. conversation the other day where. Me and Freya have so, obviously we've been together four and a half years, so we have so many photographic memories of each other and our faces at different times. Like I know what Freya looks like when she cries, when she's asleep, when she's happy, when she's laughing, <laughs> when she's angry. I do not know what this bitch looks like when she eats <laughs> because we are both so greedy that whenever we sit down to eat, there's utter silence, probably the only time there ever is. We eat like literal animals. We eat like we've never eaten and before. And we only look up and lock eyes again when we've both finished our last mouthful. Yeah. So we genuinely don't know what each other looks like when we Halfway eat. Halfway through, I'm like, you like it? Yeah. 
Current. Yeah, but I'm still facing downwards. Yeah. I'm in my like, You're I'm in my zone. zone. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I genuinely, I don't know what you look like. No. I don't. Just finishing the first date then, yeah. how we met. Then we ended up in the weirdest karaoke type bar thing ever, where Freya got on the piano, sold me with a song. I tried and to swing my dick. I was that basic bitch. And I was like, oh, she can sing and play piano. Yay. Um, not that she hadn't already gotten in my pants, so I don't know what point she was proving. But I it, wanted to, I wanted it to get worked for top. longevity, clearly. <clears throat> and in classic lesbian style, U-Haul, that was basically it. Yeah. I don't think we've basically really spent longer than probably a week apart since, other than COVID, which mm. you made my life hell about, yeah, but did, we'll yeah. save that for another day. Yeah, I did. No, but actually, it was a sealed deal for you from the first date. You had a massive Oh yeah, I, in my mind was like, oh, the, the, this is fine. Oh, it, oh, it was for me too, but I, my perception, I wanted you, but I didn't know if you wanted me again. So like the whole of like, the, the whole Oh yeah, day two, week. I had a massive panic attack, which I won't go into as to why, because again, we'll save it for another day. <laughs> Because that's a whole story. This is in so itself. lesbian. A panic um, attack on day two. But Freya gave me Valium for my <coughs> panic attack because it was so bad, and I'd never had Valium in my life. So then I started having the time of my life. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if it was your singing, your bad chat up lines, your average sex, or the Valium that brought me back. No hate like lesbian love. No hate like lesbian love. I find that so funny. I'm getting that, Liana. I'm getting that tattooed on me. Tell Annabelle on the bum. No. Somewhere you will never find. So guys, we've asked you um, to give in some of your horror stories of Again. lesbian dating. Again, which, oh, I'm obsessed with. Like, actually obsessed. You guys have sent in some of the best stories I've ever heard. Yeah. Obviously, we have to pick one per episode. Yeah. You will get your chance. But mm -hmm. this one really, really stuck out to me because I was entirely horrified but i now can't remember because i played it ages ago <laughs> so. it was traumatizing enough that we've actually put it to the back of our brain but yeah, yeah these stories that you guys are sending in are like if i ever needed a reason to keep doing this this would that this would be it. it like yeah. everything else could be going wrong and the sadistic nosy bitch in me mm -hmm. would continue doing this podcast to live vicariously through all of your sadness heartbreak and trauma <clears throat> and i don't apologize so this is from an anonymous um, reader. It says, I was talking to a girl for like over a year and a half. She lived halfway across the world and it was during COVID. So we didn't meet for a long time. This is very lesbian already. We told long each other. We love long distance. We wow. do. Because like, we love to put ourselves through more pain than society already puts us through. Also, I just feel like there's just less oh, lesbians. Yeah, except for, yeah, well, it never works. We know it never works. Liana's in the corner with a thumbs down because <laughs> her long distance relationship, it was long enough for it to not work though. So. Like two hours. Four. Four hours. But then I, I, to be fair, I had a long distance relationship that was like 10 hours away. So that also didn't work. By so plane, this was There we car. go. We told each other we love each other, planned our wedding. Classic. <laughs> I know. Before even meeting, planning a wedding. Even down to the details of what food to have there. Picked out baby names, etc. Anyway, after a year and a half, I flew out to finally meet her 6,000 kilometers away. Spent two days together. She was out at the gym one morning and she let, also what, like your two days, why are you going to the gym in the morning? Like grow up. Also, you know if you're having I mean? enough sex, you don't need to you go You don't even to need gym. it, just wear that strap on and go ham, do you know what I mean? My abs have never, both of our abs have never been better as to when we first met and we were just strapping all the time. Yep, and I keep telling you that that's the reason why I want to continue having sex in this relationship, but it turns out that maybe you just oh, don't want to be fit. Oh, 
She was out at the gym one morning and she left a book on the table and out of curiosity, I opened it. Turns out it was a diary in which she had been writing about her soulmate who wasn't me. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> this diary basically explained how she'd fallen in love with a man. A man. All during I'm sorry, that does make it worse. It does make it worse. I'd rather yeah. it was another girl. Me 100%. too. All during the time that I knew her and bought a fucking house with him. All while she was planning her life with me and telling me she loved me. Bro, when I tell you that I was the calmest <laughs> I'd ever felt when I confronted <laughs> her, I was so dumb but so relieved. Literally could not write it. That is like, that, that is traumatic. That, for me. But do you know what's sad about this? Mm. Is I know so many people listening to the podcast will probably say, that happened to me. Or I've got a similar story. It's probably the same girl. Because... If there's so many ways you can break this down, right? But that girl's clearly living a lie, as in the girl that's bought a house with a guy mm. is writing in her diary about the the Disney princess love story that she's having with a man. You don't have an intense online emotional relationship with a woman for no reason. And invite her over. It's have just, her come. You know, she's either bisexual, Literally. she's lesbian, or she's pansexual. She's some, you know, but for her to basically lie about this part of her life is more is actually one of the most concerning things because she's living mm. a lie. One thing it would be like mm. me and you being together, you know, I would 100% class myself as a lesbian, mm -hmm. but it would be like me now having an emotional on online relationship with a man. I bet, well, clearly you're not a lesbian. Then, well, right? And that's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, and that's fine. But, but it's she's very saying bizarre that, that she, people, yeah. like, well, she's living this double life. So I think that's why that girl is saying that she was the calmest she's ever felt because that is closure but then also it's like you've shit on me from a height and you're a piece of shit but also good luck to you to living live the rest of your life living a lie mm. um and that's not me saying that i think it's easy being out or that people should be forced no. to come out or anything like that but also don't implicate someone else's feelings if you can't deal with your own but this keep is another person but out this it. is this is very very common like mm -hmm. there is a lot of times and and actually i can hold up my hand and say that i was that person in the other seat so when i was younger i was very much in the closet and i would really really hurt the people that i were that i was with and the person that i was with um purely because i was too terrified to come out because it is a fear it's a real fear and so I do believe that people in that scenario, yeah. they don't really care who they who they hurt. Because, because they want they their thing and they don't want to They can't forward. see it. I couldn't see it. I was kind of aware of it, but I was like, I was so busy trying to protect myself that yeah. like, there was no way. Do you but know um, what uh, Like I would be really annoyed about? Mm. That flight couldn't have been cheap. Same. Pay for my flight. I'd have been invoicing that bitch. Yeah. Like, that's what I like would have powder over about. At. It would have been invoice and it would have also been emotional damage. I'd have been like, do you know Second what? Court. I want monthly repayments for the next yeah. four fucking years at this price. And if you don't do it, mm -hmm. no, we don't out people. That's wrong. But I would tell her husband or her, the boyfriend, because that's not technically outing her being but whatever being she is. It's still, a, it's still but cheating. But she's still cheated. Yeah. Right? So that's how I'd get my payback. <laughs> I would cash, kind of I'd cash the fund. fuck in. I'd cash in. Yeah, it is mad. It's absolutely mad. You always think though, there's, there's always like, there's always a reason, uh, but then. She clearly wasn't going to the gym then, was she? She's probably checking in on the boyfriend or the husband. Or that's true, I didn't think about that. I would, yeah. She wasn't pressing weight, she was uh, pressing See, I was gonna say then, that would like this whole situation wouldn't have got past me. 
but it would have mm. because I've been cheated on yeah. and I believed it. I yeah. believed that it wasn't happening. Also, it's like you want to believe it, right? But I also think this is again why she says that she was so calm because her, her, she, gut. her gut knew. Your gut it it wasn't a surprise. Like every time I found out I was being cheated on, Deep down, mm. it really wasn't a surprise because you know. I mean, man, I feel for her, regardless. I feel for her. But I feel she's in a good place right now. Parties. She's told me how good of a place she's in. Sometimes it's it's character building. Well, I'm glad that she's in that place, but I'm sorry that it happened. And and just FYI, everyone, can you stop fucking planning your weddings and your baby names with people that you've met online and never met in person? Like <laughs> you're not that you're not I know that you're all thinking oh, we're the only people to have done this, or, oh my God, no one else could possibly have felt like this and been doing this, and we are unique and we are special. People You're not. People Trust me, you are lesbianing 101, and I am now old enough to say that we're gonna be, like, if you're anything like, your friends are anything like us and our friends, like, you're gonna have the shit absolutely ripped out of you. Put that ring back in a box. Take your knee back up, babe. Do yeah, not take that Argos ring back. Take it away. Right. And rethink your decision. You can spend that 200 quid in Sheba. Yeah. <laughs> On multiple little girls. Yeah. Not little. I don't mean that. But like multiple ladies. <laughs> little ladies. I said little. Let me, t I need to explain why I said little. Because this baby giants and also because the ceilings are so fucking low in Sheba. If you you're like me and Rihanna, anything above five, nine and a half, which you and Beth won't ever be able to relate to, <laughs> you literally touch the fucking ceiling of that club or bar or whatever you want to call it. The <laughs> clunge dungeon, I think, is the most appropriate word for Clit Sheba. Um, yeah, just put your, put your fucking baby carriers away. Put your Argos rings away. <laughs> Get downstairs into the devil's den. That is Sheba. Yeah. And enjoy. That, and pop your pussy. And pop your puss until pop you your find puss. your wife. There you go. Lesbian, lesbian war bunker. bunker. Exactly. And you will probably find Beth McCarthy there every week. <laughs> oh, she even goes on a Wednesday as well. Doesn't even need to be a weekend. Go see the pink puss for yourself when karaoke Wednesday at Sheba. <laughs> what would be my ideal lesbian bar? right or club or whatever it would be there would be three levels okay like a soho house so the top level mm -hmm. well the level that you walk in on would be bougie and it would be like really good fucking food really good drinks mm -hmm. like Super dress code has to be not wanky but like you can't dress decent all right yeah yeah, because it's my ideal lesbian bar, Liana. Everyone is gay. No, 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 because it gets worse. And then you go down one floor once you've had like three or four drinks and it starts to get a little bit... Naughty. There's dancey bits, the bar's still there. Some people are still, you know, just eyeing up other girls at the bar. Some girls are crying, texting their ex in the corner, but there's like a merge. Oh my God, we should not have text your ex corner. Yeah, it's like in a, in a quiet booth. Yeah, and it's not too hectic, mm. but it's like good that you can sit and people watch and the girls will always bring the drama. And then you go to the third floor, mm. titties everywhere. Yeah. Like, not naked, but just titties. And then... When you say not naked, but just titties. Because I don't mind, like, 
everyone's tops can be off. I don't actually need the trousers, like, but everyone, because we always all take our tops off, right? Fair. We always yeah, get we drunk do. and pull our tops up. We yeah, always do it. Okay. I don't know why we do it. We do. It's fucking weird. Yeah, we do. I don't know why. I actually put it over my head. And, yeah. Oh, yeah, in the club. I put it over my head and then run around the club. Next week, Alex, please come. She's got the most amazing. Oh, we don't fucking ask you. You do it voluntary. I'm on FaceTime, and the next thing I, I've looked away, the next thing I know, it's this, just in the eye. I, I know why we do it, though. It's to slightly show off the nipple bar, as if, again, we're the only lesbians in the world with a nipple bar, but we're, we're still a minority. It's hot, babe. It's hot. We'll take it. Um, and yeah, then you get to third floor, and it is. Titty bar. It's, it's a titty bar. It's hooters. Yes. Hooters. No. Lesbian hooters. No. Why not lesbian No, because hooters, hooters is. Wet t shirt competitions. Yeah, but like, yeah, but like, not. No, no misogyny yes. there. And I feel like Hooters gives a bit of that. Yes, the L word, that kind of just <gasps> the planet. manic. First floor is the planet. First floor is the planet. Mm -hmm. Second floor, we don't have any other fucking references. It's so depressing. Yeah, well, we'll make the reference. Do we have any other, not existing London lesbian bars? But what I do need is that we need lesbian bars to no longer be underground like we are in the 1940s. Like this no, I've got ridiculous. it. Okay, the top one mm. is... Uh, the planet, Elwood. Mm -hmm. Second one mm -hmm. is Coyote Ugly Bar, No Men's. Yes. That's the second floor. H2. Because I love the yeah. vibe. That's what I'd go for, just no guys. And then third floor, uh, the third down, it's not floor, we're going down. Mm -hmm. Food. But, and just call it fries, no guys. No, it gets nastier as it goes oh, down. Oh, nasty. <laughs> Why do you have to say it like that? It gets nasty. I need a nasty reference. It will be like, no, I'm gonna, it's gonna get too rogue. What did he say? Kitten kittens. Oh, killing kittens. Isn't that like a club? In, like, no, that was a Netflix series, wasn't it? Where it's how to kill a cat or something like that. It's the sex party. party. And that woman tried to make us go. Remember we were at the- Oh, we when we were at- Strand and, and we sat there opposite to her and she was like, killing kittens, do you wanna come? And I was like- ah. Oh, when we were with Chloe? Yeah. Yeah, same. I just don't. So then it's a lesbian only sex party, and yes, yes, and it's yes. only red. Yes, only red allowed. Yes, super hot. There was, I'm all for it. There was many simplistic ways that we could have described our bar, but we've done it in a complex way. Yeah. The lesbian supper club. <laughs> the lesbian supper club floor one. The lesbian supper club floor two, and the lesbian supper club floor three. Or just call it like clit with like an exclamation mark. No, clit. <laughs> Lesbian? No. We're, we're quite open other than that. Alex, Alex turns up in a wig. <laughs> you can. You can. You can be a lesbian. Do you know what? You actually can. Wasn't there a whole debate on TikTok recently where straight men wanted to identify, identify as lesbians? That's pathetic. It's actually pathetic. And then you're just straight. Grow up. But they don't think that. But they don't think that. Happen. They think they can change us. They think that they're gonna walk in with a room full of women and they're all gonna turn around. And <gasps> they also do just watch everything to talk about lesbian porn. Oh yeah. Can we actually get you both here? So I don't remember that. I must have been they, too drunk. They were so. Leanna and Beth were making out at my birthday party. Which was a lot. Oh, of fun. I did try. And I yeah, I tried to record it. I did. I was remember. sat next to them, basically like stroking both of their heads. I don't know why I did that. Anyway, these men 
were, I just wanted to be involved. <laughs> these men were staring at these girls like they're in a zoo, right? And for me, I get it, right? Because they're both hot and they're making out. Okay, cool. Like, I want, uh, but. It's, it's still just fucking rude. It's rude. But it's not only like, that. I would want to look, but I wouldn't. Mm. But it's, it's more than that. It's the spectating. It's them gathering together. It's them pointing. It's them smiling. It's them like, also thinking I, they're getting a live porn show. Not that two girls that are generally attracted to each other could just want to be making out. Yeah. And that's the thing. Again. Well, they were thinking if we don't watch them, then why are they doing it? Exactly. They think, think it's for them. That's what it is. Yeah. So. They think it's for So if you're a straight girl that goes out and gets with the girls in front of men, stop fucking doing it. Because yeah. you make Be the rest of our lives really hard feeding into it but that's the thing i i just looked at these men and i was like fuck me they're so there's yeah no don't don't, fuck me no don't that's what they're after darling that's not the wisest um, of words to use no it's um yeah so it's it's horrendous i think it's really demoralizing i think it's one of those things where again if that's why queer spaces are so important important because it's also a lot less queer spaces that let you in as well because We've spoken about this so much with lots of different people and it's happening a lot. And I actually mm-hmm. think it's happening more and more mm-hmm. as time goes on, which is weird because it should be the other way. Why do gay bars stop, keep refusing yep. entry to quite clearly queer people? And I don't mean queer presenting because there is no way of looking queer. Mm-hmm. So sometimes if you are old school and I don't look like a classic enough lesbian for you and you initially say... Know okay, you're not coming in. And then I proceed to tell you that I have four and a half years worth of content with my girlfriend and you won't let me in. That's problematic. Not that we should have to prove it anyway, because actually straight people by nature probably wouldn't really want to go to a gay bar and you could quite easily sniff out the groups of men that are going there for one specific reason. But if our, for example, like our group of girls are going to a gay bar, we're going there because we're gay. Like, come on. And we the fact have that we get refused nice entry. Yeah. And we aren't the only ones as well. No, it and this really needs to be sorted out because it's actually very, very distressing for a because lot of people. Because it is purely safety. It's not about us trying to take over. It's about us wanting to have fun, have a fucking good time and feel safe whilst doing it. I don't want to be in a space yeah. where I'm constantly having to look over my shoulder because yeah. I do it all the fucking time. My peripheral vision is amazing now. Amazing. Maybe, because I'm constantly aware. That's also time. because you've been playing Call of Duty on your I phone. Like, <laughs> intensely for the last... <laughs> I can't talk. I'm ready on. to go... Our relationship yeah. has got to the point where she's Call of Duty to the left of me and she rings up our friends now and gets them to try and download Leanna. the app so they can play together. And I sit there in utter silence. I've turned off all of my notifications. So if anyone's calling me now, I'm not actually looking at the screen waiting for the phone call to end anymore. I'm on Grand Theft Auto. Okay, so I'm going to give you five celebrity names and I want you to list them in most like to fuck, least like to fuck. Okay. So that was Kate Blanchett, Gillian Anderson... Aubrey Plaza, Fletcher, and Angelina Jolie. I'd be doing myself a disservice if I didn't always put Angelina at the top because she's always going to be there. You know that she's probably... I would put bets on she's the most wild. I would never walk again. And I'd be absolutely fine with that, okay? Because I know that she's bringing out some crazy fucking... Yeah, it might not even be through, like, multiple orgasms. She may actually get out a knife and cut your leg off. No, probably. Again, that would be fine. She'd be like, she'd bring out, she'd bring fun. out like a 15 inch dildo and be like, do you do anal? I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, try it, you can try it. <laughs> oh 
I'm screaming it's an exit, not an entrance while she's, yeah, anyway. <laughs> I've got um, number, okay, so I really, Kate Blanchett is so, so hot. Aubrey, she is technically married to a man in real life though. Yeah, but Aubrey. But it would be good to prove a point. Aubrey, yeah, Aubrey Plaza is so hot and so weird. And I love And again, you part. know that she's a bit of a sadistic bitch. I know that she we would love really that. make me laugh. And for me, I know that Kate Blanchett would make me laugh, but Aubrey would be so fucking weird. I know that I'd like come into the bedroom and she'd be like dressed mm -hmm. up like an alien or like, I know that she'd be probably doing like a weird like exorcist. You, you're into like alien play. No, no, but I know that she'd be doing some like exorcist weird like crab walk or something. So you're into that? Is well, that's no, but I, I, I'd be into it if it was Aubrey. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Joel. So line. you're into exorcist play, but when I come home 10 tequilas deep and I'm acting like the fucking exorcist in the bathroom, chucking up, you have a problem with that. <laughs> but no, if she, Aubrey Plaza does it, she, you don't. If she's doing a crab walk backwards with a strap on, on I would find that fucking hilarious. So Aubrey Plaza is number two. So fuckable. Angelina, Aubrey Plaza. Then obviously it's going to be, ah, oh, Gillian Anderson could probably ruin my life as well though because she's also like super like sex. Like she knows everything, like grapefruit, hey? This is her. Yeah, she'd be a grapefruit. She would know what to do with my grapefruit. And would be a banana. Although I don't she's want- She's fucking stiff. Aubrey would be a Aub pair. Aubrey would be a pair. Because she's like got length. Mm. Me and Aubrey- she's a bit of an odd shape. Bit of an odd one. She's a bit odd. But, but then also like she's got my she's got my boggly eyes. So me and her could look at each other in the eyes with our you boggly eyes together. You could also look like sisters. Perfect. Is that what you're into? Perfect. Perfect. And then um, so Gillian Anderson would really show me. But like, but then the thing is as well, I, I like to kind of like show her a good time. I would want to make Gillian squirt. Sorry, Gillian. Next time, who else is there? So you've gone, Ange, Aubrey Plaza, Gillian Anderson, Gillian. Kate Blanchett. I would like Anne to make Fletcher. squirt like a pig. <laughs> And I would, I would you want to Fletcher last. I'm sorry, Fletcher. Like I do love Fletcher, but she's going last because I think as well you like an older girl. I do. I like an older woman. Fletcher. I'm younger than you. That's funny. No, but Fletcher is obviously very hot, right? Mm -hmm. And she's a singer. That's also really sexy. But like, you can't fuck a voice. Do you know what I mean? I'm gonna go with mm -hmm. who did I say? Kate Blanchett. And then Fletcher, but Fletcher, Fletcher uh, it doesn't mean. But I Fletcher, don't you're still you, very, very, still very much on way the cards. Out of my league, it's fine. She is still very, very attractive and very beautiful, hot. Okay, she can't be my mum. Fair order. I like your justification for everyone. I, I, I'm not sure I agree with the ordering, but I agree with the why. What would you, your order? Would it no, because I want you to give me five now. Because the five okay. can be different. So I'm now going to give you five. Okay. From fuckable to least fuckable. Mm hmm. Miley Cyrus, mm. Renee Rapp, mm. Megan Fox, mm. Zendaya. Mm. Oh, and Jodie Comer. This is going to be very controversial and it's even controversial for me. I'd put Renee first <gasps> only because she is, she is my obsession of the moment. Okay. And it probably won't last, but I'm in crushing era. Renee, Renee so wrap her legs around your neck. Yeah, Renee Rapp fucking strangle me. Um, so Renee, Megan, because I know she's just actually fruitier in real life than Jodie. <laughs> like Megan, because I know that she would be <laughs> nuts, and I love that. Mm. Jodie would have to go forth, mm -hmm. because I would make her do Villanelle and all the accents oh. and stuff, and that would be fucking hot, because when, oh when she talks Russian, literally. Do you know what the thing is? I haven't watched... Euphoria. Euphoria, mm. and I feel like Sendea in Euphoria, she's obviously fucking beautiful, but I've not watched her in action enough to create an obsession with her. 
to be quite honest. Not yet. Whereas I have watched Miley Cyrus's, I've watched her since Hannah Montana. Mm. Um, so there's been a lot of obsession progression. So Miley, and then it would have to be Zendaya, but again, that's a very, 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 very unfair list I'm because the thinking. ranking's impossible. Miley in that flowers video is like next level. Next level. Like as in Miley and in as I say, video, I want to be that sprinkler. I want to make her that sprinkler that she's running. You're out. apologizing to Renee, uh, to, to Fletcher. I'm like, no, I'm not ashamed, but Renee should be fucking thanking me for listing her because I would be taking that as a very, very, very high compliment. So yeah, give us more stories, give us more topics, give us controversy. Episode three is an open dance floor, yeah. unlike Shiva, which is always cramped. So that was it for today. Um, we hope you enjoyed. If you did enjoy, please like and subscribe so we can continue to exist as I think really the only real lesbian supper club podcast ever.